0: What's up, party people? It's John Blankenship here with Steffi Carpenter, and you're (laughs) watching the Hear Me Out podcast. I guess you're listening to it.
1: You're definitely not seeing anything.
0: (laughs) I could be picking my nose.
1: He is, actually. So
0: the thing is, um, and I'm sure a lot of you know this, whoever's listening to this probably knows it because you probably keep up with the podcast, but I'm really late this week. I had a, so a little bit of personal before we really jump into the subject here, like I just had my first ever 60-hour work week, and I'm beat like shit. I've got under-eye bags. I'm sad. I'm dying. <laughs> hey, that paycheck's coming, hey, though.
1: happy Mother's Day, though. Happy
0: Mother's Day. <laughs> yeah, if you're uh, – I don't know if we're dropping this tonight or if we're going to record it tonight. Uh, you know – It's on Sunday, so it's happy Mother's Day from us. Uh, so if you're a mother listening to this, uh, take it for what it is. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so happy Mother's Day, Um, to all the mamas, to all the the mamas, mamas, baby mamas, mamas. (laughs) What what else is new in our life? (laughs) Sorry, what else is new in our life? We've got a lot going on. That's why we're so late because we've been man, (coughs) we've been busy. I mean today, today we've been celebrating with your mom and yeah, today's
1: Mother's Day. We've been Um, playing instruments. I don't even know. I mean, yeah, you you know, busy work week. I've been stuck home, but I've been working on a commission painting for the last 3 days that I should have started 3 weeks ago.
0: I mean, yeah, hopefully Jenny doesn't listen to this so
1: she doesn't so sorry Jenny. <laughs> I should have told you what you were getting
0: into. Oh man. Uh yeah, I really feel like there was something we'll blame covid. I'll put it in the description. We'll blame covid on the fact that I was late.
1: Man, shit happens. Sometimes things are late. Yeah. Get over it. Okay. And another thing. Okay. If you're listening, get the hell over it. What's cool, though, what's
0: cool for the listeners is Sunday or Monday, that technically means they're getting two podcasts this week.
1: Yeah. Okay. Content. Whatever. (laughs) But yeah.
0: uh, So, so, (laughs) point overall being that I hope you guys had a good Mother's Day. I had a terrible week and I'm about to have another bad week. But, well, oh, man. What, yeah. I'm going to be working nights Thursday. We're, I guess we're just going to have to record the podcast during the day.
1: Yeah, I'm home all day, every I day. guess we'll
0: probably be better that way, right? We'll be fresh and spry, ready to talk. Yeah, I guess. Let's record one podcast every day this week. This man's tripping. Well, the reason I'm saying that is so this when never happens like again.
1: Yeah, except then we can't talk about what's going on on that date because what we post in a month from now and we're like, yeah, happy Mother's Day. They're going to be like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I guess. But no, we can do. No, but then we
0: can do what Chris Hardwick does in ID10T. He does like an opener. He's like, hey, guys. So today I'm on with Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, I just wanted to say to all the mothers out there, happy Mother's Day. And, uh, you know, like. He's probably one of my favorite podcasters out right now. What
1: does that have to do with anything I just said?
0: <laughs> no, what I'm saying is we can record him like it's just any other day. Yeah. But then we can record an opening to the podcast. You get what I mean? Do you- All
1: right. So today.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. Um, today's <laughs> actual subject is going to be – this is one I've been excited about. I, I kind of wrote out this podcast a while back. Uh, it's on – Famous actor-director duos.
1: Dynamic duos. That
0: might be the name of the podcast. I don't you know. You know? It's a good one. Twenties. Yeah. Uh, the,
1: the idea the of it. The name of the podcast should be Duality of Man. <laughs> dual, the Duality
0: of Man. Um, or just
1: duality like Slipknot. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, the Um, The idea of actors and directors who work together for me has always been a really cool thing because it's important for me to know when I work on a project or something, I'm doing it with my friends and people I trust. And I guess for, for real, the I can't really say who the director was, but the first experience for me of people who really work together super often, and I, get, I don't know if you really watched as many of his movies as I did when I was a kid, but uh, Adam Sandler's whole team is usually the exact same guy's. I, it, it's the guy from uh, Grandma's Boy. It's the two guys from Grandmother's Boy, and then it's the dude who gets his tongue bit off in Kill Bill One. And um, I mean, he's got a lot of. I like, never knew that. Yeah. I, have,
1: I mean, I've seen I'm, I've seen Adam Sandler movies, but I haven't seen them like enough. Yeah, time.
0: I know. Well, th- that's what I'm saying. Like, I these were my childhood. Yeah. Like, my shitty sense of humor is from Adam Sandler.
1: You know that makes a lot of sense.
0: Yeah, I mean, Adam Sandler's got some great. Great, great, great 90s movie. So,
1: no, he definitely does.
0: Uh, we watched Happy Gilmore not that long ago. I love Gilmore. Happy Gilmore was good. Um, I gotta get Billy Madison so we can watch Billy Madison. You have you seen that one?
1: Yeah, I see Billy Madison.
0: Okay. okay, just with the penguin, ah. with the penguin. Mm-hmm. Um, and you watched Waterboy for the first time. That was awesome. yeah, like a year ago. Yeah. That was that was really funny. Um, yeah, John, mm, dude, I'm thirsty.
1: Mm, seven up. Mm. You hear the carbonation out there? It's
0: such a such a boring ass drink, and they named an entire kids game after it. It's boring. Seven else super boring.
1: It's just like Sprite.
0: Sprite's dad. Sprite's dad. Yeah, this is Sprite with cargo shorts.
1: Okay. Well. Yeah.
0: Um. So we're gonna start what the off.
1: How are you doing? Moving the keyboard. Leave it alone.
0: Well, it just looked like it was gonna fall. Um. Uh Uh-huh. Keep going. So we're going to start off with uh, Paul Thomas Anderson. Uh, One one of my famous... I mean, one of my favorite... Stop messing with it. (laughs) Cut it out. (laughs) Proud of that, we're going to cut it out. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. Um, Paul Thomas Anderson is one of my favorite uh, directors. Probably... In my top 10, I wouldn't say he's in my top five, but he's that's another episode we gotta do. Favorite directors, you gotta get some directors under your belt, okay? We, that'll be fun.
1: Uh, he's I feel like Thanos, you know, I gotta collect all the gems and put it on my,
0: yeah, golf. collect all the directors,
1: yeah. once like I snap, <sighs> in the podcast is
0: <laughs> over, over. <laughs> 50% of it's gone.
1: <laughs> Me, I'm 50%. I'm yeah, gone. <laughs>
0: get out. Um, Paul Thomas Anderson worked a lot with Philip Seymour Hoffman. Uh, we lost Philip Seymour Hoffman mm-hmm. in like. 2014 or 15 i think which is super sad because he's probably one of the best actors i've ever seen in my life mm-hmm. he's so stellar um in paul thomas anderson's first feature film hard eight philip seymour hoffman was in it he was also in boogie Nights, magnolia punch drunk love and the master and you've seen the master
1: yeah we watched it a few months mm-hmm. ago
0: you enjoyed it right because yeah, you're walking yeah a huge walking phoenix yeah, fan.
1: yeah. um I, I think I could give that one another watch, like now that I've seen it one time, so I could pay more attention to like what's actually happening. Yeah, it's yeah, that's a pretty man. Um, multi-level movie. Yeah. Like you really gotta. Pay it's pretty a lot of attention
0: deep to. and complex. Um,
1: yeah, no, exactly.
0: That's what I like about Paul Thomas Anderson too. Is like he has deep movies that aren't like oh so deep, you know. So yeah,
1: deep. they don't take themselves so seriously like that. I mean, they're very serious movies, but it's not. he's yeah, it's not like
0: the concepts. The, the, serious,
1: yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Which I'm cool with, like. Like it's Be just, as it's just as you deep want.
1: because it's written well and it's a deep movie. It's not like oh, well, he's a deep. thinker, man. He, yeah,
0: he he just strikes me as a thinker. Um, to bounce off of that one that I didn't really write down, um, Paul Thomas Anderson keeps uh John C. Riley in his movies a lot too. Really? Well, um, that's interesting. John C. Riley, if you if you weren't super familiar, he's he's in a ton of drama movies. He's in What's Eating Gilbert Grape. He's in Hold on. He, Am
1: I thinking of the right person
0: from Step Brothers?
1: Okay, yeah, he's in what's what who was wh-
0: Johnny Depp's best friend?
1: Why did I not know that? I, I've seen it's that. It's been movie, a long time
0: since you've seen it. That's true. It's I probably guess other than him and DiCaprio seen that and since um him and DiCaprio and what? What's he doing? Oh yeah. Well, another <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> The movie we're speaking about. I thought
0: you were going to surprise me and say the other DiCaprio movie he was in.
1: No, I'm talking about the one we're talking about. Uh, John C. Riley was
0: also in. Gangs you made of me New think York. I was
1: going insane. <laughs> I was like,
0: Shutter Island. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he said DiCaprio, and I was in my head. I was like, <laughs> I was like, what? Did well, DiCaprio like- <laughs> not it
0: whole time? Like the the kid DiCaprio played is played by like, Helena Bonham Carter or something. <laughs>
1: i'm like am i going like is that not
0: is that not registering
1: i'm like um, what did i say i don't but know but he was in
0: he was in Gangs in new york with leonardo DiCaprio and daniel Day lewis and liam neeson
1: jesus and Christ.
0: cameron bum ass diaz who i don't know why was in that movie
1: bum ass she's a charlie's angel you need to put some respect i don't on give her a shit name.
0: i don't give a shit
1: and she was in what Happens in vegas with Ashton kutcher which you haven't i don't seen. give a shit and it's hilarious i don't care Bye. Bye, Uh, dumbass.
0: I'll let you you have an episode all on your rom-coms. Actually, no, I want to get down on that. I like
1: rom-coms. No, I'm going to do it by myself. Fuck you. (laughs) Uh,
0: So, John C. Riley was with Paul Thomas Anderson on that first feature film, Hard Eight. He was also in Boogie Nights. He was the best friend and also porn star along with Mark Wahlberg. Uh, I think he was in Magnolia? I think. I don't know. I'm not sure, but... I just know that they've worked together quite a bit. and
1: I know you didn't spell Russell wrong. For Okay, keep talking.
0: No, that's how he spells it. Oh, yeah, I forgot it. I thought you were going to spell it like Russell-y. Uh, next, we got <laughs> Wes Anderson. And Wes Anderson works a lot with Bill Murray and Owen Wilson. Uh, for a couple of these, I put basically everything. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: I mean, let me see if I can think off the top of my head. This is an ASMR uh, podcast. We're just going to listen to John uh, burp in his mouth and swallow. (laughs) (laughs) And pizza. He's a... (laughs) Um,
0: That's okay. So yeah, Wes Anderson has worked with two of them several times. Uh, The Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou. Uh, Bill Murray's in that. I don't think Owen Wilson's in that, but Owen Wilson's in the Darjeeling Limited. He's in the very first feature film by Wes Anderson, Bottle Rocket.
1: See, I've kind of watch uh, more of his movies.
0: You won't. I've tried to get you to watch Moonrise Kingdom. And yeah,
1: but you always ask when it's like in 10 p.m. I don't God, like watching something. But other. that's
0: that's like one of the happiest like coming-of-age movies I can think of. That's probably his best movie. Okay. Grand Budapest is a damn good contender, though. That's the one she's seen. She's seen Grand... <laughs> which has Owen Wilson in it. Is Bill Murray in Grand Budapest? Do you remember him in Grand Budapest? W- wait... Are you forgetting who Bill Murray is? Are you going crazy again?
1: No, I don't forget. What, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> he is in that movie though, isn't he? Or no?
0: I want to say he is because if it's got Harvey be? Keitel in it, uh. but
1: who would he be? And I don't remember. Dude, Bill that's the maybe thing. thing. Maybe Bill Murray wasn't. That's I was in it once.
0: Yeah, that's so, the thing though. I can't Bill Murray gets like
1: like I didn't know who Bill Murray. Bill Murray gets Murray like was.
0: very bit parts in these movies sometimes. Like, don't get me wrong, he has big parts. Like, he is Steve Zazu. And he's got a big part in the Royal Tenenbaums and stuff, which also also has a Wilson. Mm. But what? You, I can't. I don't know if he. Was I don't. That. I don't know if he was. I, and I'm leaning towards no. Just I also because.
1: have a horrible memory. So. Well,
0: you've only seen it once. I. I can, I'm more at blame than you are because I've seen it multiple times. I've right. seen it almost every year since it came out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, next, we've got Tim Burton. We've talked about him a couple of times. Uh, Johnny Depp and Helena Bonham Carter have been in almost everything he's ever made right uh the two batman movies he made they weren't in them mm-hmm. um the dumbo- she also
1: wasn't the voice of the course bride and i thought she was
0: no the <laughs> dumbo movie he made they weren't in um I, i'm trying to think of stuff they weren't in because that's a shorter list uh they were in
1: he wasn't uh helen Ron- Ron carter wasn't in um was Ever Since Hands a Tim Burt movie?
0: Yes, but she, she wasn't, wasn't in, in it. that one. But Johnny Depp wasn't in Planet of the Apes, and Helena Bottom Carter was. Right, she was a monkey.
1: A monkey, mm, monkey. I have
0: you seen that meme? She wasn't a monkey. She She's an, an ape. ape. So, uh, they were together in Sweeney Todd mm-hmm. was one. What else have they been together in? dog there but a lot though i I Mm -hmm. see that's why i'm tripping i really should have listed some of these out but it it would have taken me forever i always picture
1: her in harry potter so i can't even think right now.
0: (laughs) you know what's weird i picture her in fight club she's in she's in a ton of tim burton movies but Mm -hmm. i always picture her in fight club Mm -hmm. that's that's the the gothic picture that comes to mind right uh our boy bill paxton always working with uh james cameron
1: which i didn't realize
0: yeah right uh, Terminator, he gets the shit beat out of him in Terminator. Aliens, he's the cocky, um, the cocky space commando that ends up kind of becoming a biatch. He's in True <laughs> Lies, and he's in Titanic as well.
1: hmm
0: I forgot who he was in Titanic.
1: He's the... He's the, the best guy- friend of... No. Okay. The very beginning, when the old lady calls and she's like, "That's me in the picture."
0: Yeah, he's oh, the one that's,
1: yes. that's running the excursion running the to ship. go. Yeah. yeah, he's the one that she's talking to the oh, whole time.
0: Oh, yeah, that's pleasant. Yeah, that's great. Remember,
1: and yeah. it, it's funny because I feel like <clears throat> my favorite parts of Titanic are obviously when they're it's Rose and Jack, mm. but it is very funny. The um, the comedic relief that they have with Bill Pax and that old lady. Cause like, she'll say something and he's like, you know, and then he has this fat friend and they're like, you know what they did. Like, <laughs> I
0: forget his name. Um, James Cameron. They're so funny together. Yeah. Yeah. It's, there's good chemistry all over that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, all
1: over it. Everywhere. I
0: mean, it won every award ever.
1: Yeah. I mean, well-deserved.
0: Yeah. It, it won like best extra in the background. Like the fuck. Yeah. Um, <laughs> James Cameron has also worked with Arnold Schwarzenegger a couple of times, a good amount of times. He was on Terminator One and Two, obviously. The T one eight, the T eight hundred Terminator. He said, Obvious. Yeah, obviously, um, and True Lies with uh, Jamie Lee Curtis in it. And Jamie Lee Curtis does like a super famous striptease in that movie which is really interesting because, like, you know, she started her career. I'd love to do an entire podcast all about Jamie Lee Curtis. I think she's the most fascinating lady in Hollywood. Yeah. I really, really do. I love her so much. But she started off – she did, like, three or four in a row on horror movies where she's, like, the virgin. Right. And, you know, to see her, like, shed that skin. You're so much like the guy from Scream. (laughs) Uh, where he's like Well at least like, I'm not the killer. I'm no, Randy. Yeah. I know, I
1: know. He's like, no, she doesn't show her tits until whatever, whatever in this year. So- uh
0: trading places.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, she's in a um she's in a dressing room, and I think it's Dan Aykroyd. He opens up the curtain, and she's like, excuse me, and boobs out. Again. I know where Jamie Lee Curtis's do, boobs are. In I movies. could do a
1: whole podcast on reasons why shots like that don't matter and why they
0: that was the eighties. They thought they mattered in the eighties.
1: Yeah, but I'm just saying I could do a whole.
0: I've, I've like that's so unnecessary. So I've read a lot of stuff. I, I don't. I don't hate gratuitous nudity in horror movies. I don't care. I for do. It. What's the I know. Point? I guess I to know. make you
1: seem more vulnerable. But you're
0: is there's there's a lot of different things, and I will run through that on a different podcast. Yeah. I uh, I really do understand. I don't always see a reason, and I don't always think it's fitting. But I know why it's there. Sometimes, I get it. Um, I don't. I
1: that's, don't fine. that's fine. That's fine. We'll, we'll talk. There, I don't think there's. I any. think
0: this is going to be our like fourth or fifth different kind of podcast, and it's just <laughs> a debate. Like you and I should get on and we'll, fight we'll, each other. Well, yeah, we'll pick. <laughs> ding ding ding. We'll pick a different a different side. You don't like gratuitous nudity. I do, and then we'll upload it with a poll on the thing and say whose side are you on? Sure, that would be fun.
1: We're like epic Rap battles of history.
0: That would be really cool. I think.
1: <laughs> whose side are you on?
0: I think. I think what on do you a see next? check it out <laughs> on a Monday. We should decide. Like if we decide mm-hmm. we're doing a, a debate battle that week mm-hmm. on a Monday, we should do. Um, all right, start your lists. Make your make your list of reasons for. And I'll make my list, and by Thursday we'll have a list all made up, and we'll have examples and shit, and we should battle it out and see what people think.
1: Yeah, I'm down to fight, John. I think it's I think it's a good idea.
0: <laughs> uh, if if you think it's a good idea, leave me drop me a comment on a Twitter page. <laughs> <laughs> um, here's a real reason. I made this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> John Carpenter has worked with Kurt Russell several times, and I'm going to tell you how many times.
1: Um, John spelled Russell wrong when he wrote this.
0: They heard you, man. So
1: they heard you, man. Just letting you guys know, this is his favorite actor, and he doesn't know how to spell his name.
0: John Carpenter started working with Kurt Russell uh, on the TV movie Elvis. Kurt Russell portrayed Elvis, which we both found really funny because of 3,000 3, miles, miles of Graceland uh, where he plays a Elvis impersonator.
1: Yeah, where he plays somebody playing Elvis.
0: And, you know, it's really funny. We just both found this out. Uh, one of his first roles was with Elvis Presley in a movie.
1: Yeah. Yeah, when he was a kid. That was crazy. <laughs> and he met him. Dude, yeah. I, I was listening wow.
0: to a podcast with Kurt Russell on it and he was like, yeah, I mean, he was just a dude. Like, just yeah. Elvis Presley was just a
1: guy. That's what I'm saying. Kurt Russell mm. is so, like...
0: Your dad that hunts.
1: Yeah. But, like, he hunts for survival. Fuck.
0: <laughs> he hunts just to prove himself he'd make it. Like, like- he's
1: he's such a... And not in like the bad way, but he's such like, a manly man. He's just so, yeah, he is. Look (laughs) at my giant mustache and And my my huge jaw and my jaw. Yeah, (laughs) I love that dude. He's like, My hair is still thick and full, and I I want to be best friends with
0: his old ass. (laughs) Uh, after that, they worked together on the thing. Uh, and by this time, you know, that's two times working together. They realized, like, hey, we got a good partnership, we got a good thing going here. Mm Um, so they worked together on three more movies. So that's five movies in total. Big Trouble in Little China and Escape from New York and the sequel Escape from L.A. Uh, Man, I'm really not going to go too far into these because I could do a whole podcast on those guys. Yeah, you could. Fuck. (laughs) I love those movies. I really love those movies. Um, Coen Brothers and Frances McDormand. She, uh, is married to one of the Coen Brothers.
1: Jesus Christ. What did you?
0: Oh, okay. Uh, you're messing up this game. Uh,
1: sorry, sorry, sorry. I was just looking at how many he has, and he has four pages worth. So uh, I'm just looking at how many. <laughs> we'll make it.
0: We'll make it. Frances, uh, she's married to one of the Cohen brothers. Really? And, yeah. Uh, I think she's in.
1: Wait. Do I know who is?
0: <clears throat> she's Oya oh yeah, from Fargo. Oh she's really? The, yeah. She's the pregnant. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hon. <laughs> <laughs> um. So she's in Fargo. She's in uh, Burn After Reading and she's in I think it's Blood Simple or Miller's Crossing uh either way probably her best roles are with the Coen brothers she along with a bunch of we've got a couple good uh Goodman a couple of Coen brothers uh <laughs> regulars that we put down
1: mm-hmm.
0: and arguably all of these people are so like defined by their Coen brothers work Oh, yeah. So, no, absolutely. Jeff Bridges isn't really divine because he's got such a star studded, like powerful career. And right, right. Other Like but, around Yeah, them. around them. But um, Jeff Bridges worked on two of his most famous roles with the Coen brothers being uh, True Grit. Mm-hmm. He's Rooster Cogburn and The Big Lebowski. And he's uh, the, the dude. The dude.
1: Yeah. Shout out Ben.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Shout out Ben. <laughs> Uh, Coen Brothers with John Chichurro. Um John is in *The Big Lebowski* as well. He's don't fuck with the Jesus man, and <laughs> um, nobody fucks with the Jesus. And he's uh, what's his name in *Old Brother Bart thou? Who? He's the tall one that's always pissed off like this. You know, he's uh, not and the, not the three of the guys. Yeah, he is. He, he's he's the one that's it, always kind of perpetually dirty. The tall one's
1: like you turn him into a horny toe! That one? <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that was John Taturo. Yeah. I didn't know his name.
0: It's yeah. wild.
1: Um
0: My first experience with John Taturo. I don't remember was... his
1: name in the movie though.
0: Me neither. Who who was Delmar? It was at the short. Was one? that him? Was he?
1: Damn it, now I'm gonna have to
0: look it up. Alright, you look it up while I, I don't
1: want no damn five, I'm a tough
0: uh, damn man. Speaking of, we're going right into Coen Brothers George with George Clooney. Clooney. <laughs> yeah. Uh George Clooney has worked with them on Hail Caesar. He worked with them on Oh, brother, where are they? No. He worked on them with Burn After Reading.
1: He plays Pete. John Turturro plays Pete. Pete. And okay. Tim Nelson plays Delmore. Okay, cool. And George Clooney is Everett. All right. That's such a good damn movie. It's a great movie. Hey, oh, yeah, Stephen and- Root's in it. And John it. So all in that, three of them you know? are in that. I didn't realize yeah.
0: that. Uh, I George- didn't even think about it. He yeah, George Clooney's guy. in Burn After Reading and Oh, brother. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm forgetting one with him, though. He's not raising Arizona, is he? George Clooney, no. no. Okay. Um. Oh, he is in. Um. Uh, uh. What's the one with? Uh. Damn. Oh. Yeah. Intolerable cruelty. That's the one.
1: That's by the Coen Brothers. Yes. Really? Yeah. It doesn't look like it's
0: It's big, not. Right? It's. It's very not Coen Brothers. Yeah.
1: It looks like a rom com. It's
0: kind of a rom dram com.
1: I'm only saying that by the. Like, the picture. Well, it's kind of like a
0: rom com it, it has no quirkiness like a Coen Brothers movie. But that being said, like, No Country for Old Men is also not quirky. Like, It's a very dark movie.
1: That's a little bit quirky.
0: No, it's not. Hey. Yeah, that's a Wes Anderson movie.
1: Yeah, I didn't know that he was in
0: it. He's that what? fox.
1: <laughs> what?
0: Yeah. He's the main fox. Uh, Coen Brothers also worked with John Goodman quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Oh, Brother Art Thou, The Big Lebowski, Raised in Arizona. Um, what am I forgetting?
1: For what? The Cohen brothers?
0: Yeah, John Goodman.
1: Oh, shit. You got Raising Arizona. Mm-hmm. He's in O oh Brother. Yeah. Um...
0: Because he plays a ton of bit parts.
1: Yeah, no, he's definitely kind of... No, I wouldn't say a secondary character. I mean, he's definitely, like, important, but... Um... I mean, I guess technically he would be a secondary character in a lot of them. Um... Mm, I'm looking
0: into it. Hold on. Uh Oh, Inside Lewin Davis. Yeah, okay. He's in the Bigelowski. I, yeah, I said that. Oh. I didn't remember him in the Hudsucker Proxy. But yeah, and Barton Fink. Barton oh, okay. F- Barton Fink's another John Chitro movie I missed too. Forgot about that one. He's the main character. He is Barton Fink. Um. Mm-hmm. Next we got Ryan Coogler. We're finally leaving the Coen Brothers territory. Ryan Coogler with Michael B. Jordan, a.k.a. someone who's not that good of an actor. Well. Damn, I said it. Uh, that being said, Fruitvale Station was a really good movie, and is really sad. Uh, if you've seen Fruitvale Station,
1: I've never seen it, but I have seen Black Panther, and you haven't seen Black Panther, so
0: yeah, I haven't seen Black Panther, and I haven't seen Creed. Just kind of strength off the fact that I don't really like Rocky movies. Mm-hmm. Sue me, but Ryan Coogler is not a bad director, though. He's a, he's a good director. I've
1: never heard that name before in my life. So uh,
0: yeah, no, I mean like his movies are good. Mm-hmm. I just don't think Michael B. Jordan's good. Mm-hmm. that being said i'm what i'm what i'm getting at they work together and i only like one half of them uh francis ford coppola works with robert duvall a lot uh the godfather one and two the rain people the conversation and apocalypse now um blair shout out blair i think he said apocalypse now is his
1: favorite movie ever
0: really yeah and i'm yet to see it dang it's one of those like really big big movies
1: Every time I hear um, Apocalypse Now, I always think someone's talking about Apocalypto and it's not at all the same movie.
0: No, <laughs> very different. One's in <laughs> Vietnam, one's in, like, the ancient jungle of, like,
1: like mm,
0: South America. Aztec, yeah, yeah,
1: like something like that.
0: <clears throat> However, I have seen Godfather 1 and 2. <laughs> Fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, all, all that they're cracked up to be. I have nothing bad to say about either of the first two Godfathers. Mm-hmm. You've seen the first one.
1: Yeah, I saw the first one.
0: Did you kind of zone in and out of it? Because I did the first couple times.
1: Yeah, no, I definitely did. Um, But I also, in my defense, started it at midnight. Nobody told me it was three hours long.
0: Yeah, and didn't KC, your brother,
1: walk in? Yeah, he came. I was watching it, and I was like 25, 30 minutes in, and KC walks in my room, and he was like, what are you doing? And I was like watching The Godfather. I've never seen it. And he was like, "You've never seen The Godfather." You know how <laughs> everyone does when you say you haven't seen The Godfather, um, or
0: anything like super, yeah. like famous.
1: I could be like, "I've never seen Spider Man." Yeah, I'd be like, "Oh my god, you've never seen." It. So whatever. But he comes in there and he was he was standing for like twenty <laughs> minutes watching it with me on my laptop, mind you. I'm sitting like on my bed watching my laptop. And uh, he sat down on the floor. I was like, you can sit. Like, I can move the way I'm sitting on my bed. You can sit here and watch it. He's like, no, 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 I'm not going to be here forever. And they sat down on the floor and watched <laughs> watch the, rest the, of the movie. <laughs> whole movie from my floor on my laptop. So that was really funny. But
0: um, That's a really Casey thing to do. Dude, watch like, a three-hour yeah. movie on the floor <laughs> like, for Like, uh,
1: spur of the moment. <laughs> yeah, the moment. no, he just walked in there. What are you up to? But that, I mean, that also kind of goes to
0: show, like, what how, are you doing in here? how awesome The Godfather is. Yeah, true. Freaking awesome. Oh, before I get too far into it, um, you know, what? no, I'll leave him for a recommendation. I've got a, I've got a TV show I'm watching, not a TV show, but I told you about it, Boom. But I'm really excited to recommend that to people. I think he's really, really fun to watch. I think he's okay. Okay, I'm super excited. That's going to be my one recommendation. Okay, and I'll get people to subscribe to Shutter. Maybe uh, Clint Eastwood has been in almost everything Clint Eastwood has ever made. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen someone who bends over to suck their dick more than Clint Eastwood does. <laughs> Old ass dick. Uh, <laughs> that's an awful phrase to say. Oh, man. Uh, he wasn't in Richard Jewell that just came out with Kathy Bates. Mm-hmm. And uh, he wasn't in J. Edgar. But he was in, you know, everything. Gran Torino, Million Dollar Baby, Unforgiven. like Which, Unforgiven is a badass movie. Because, like... You know, you know him as the awesome cowboy, but like now he's like the old cowboy that can't shoot anymore, and he's got to get back into it and everything. Um, dude, you're doing well. You said you didn't know a ton of these, but
1: you you're doing really well. These are- well, I'm I don't know a lot of directors' names, but I have seen a decent amount but of. Yeah, names.
0: that's that's what matters. I mean, the entire basis of this podcast is just kind of like showing people, like, hey, there's a lot of people who work well together, uh, and you know, this is also getting people thinking, like who's my favorite duo? You know, is he mm-hmm. going to talk about my favorite duo? And if your favorite duo is David Fincher and Brad Pitt, then yes, I am They're right now. Uh, <laughs> we saw seven together. I have seen seven before, but you mm-hmm. saw seven for the first time
1: with me. Yeah. You like that movie. Yeah. That's right? well, incredible.
0: Yeah. That was really Which, fun. Okay.
1: So a lot of these movies, I, even if I still haven't seen them or, um, if I hadn't seen them and then watched them when I met John, like two years ago, um, a lot of them I know the premise or like know things from them obviously from just pop culture and people. Yeah, talking you know the box that. thing. Yeah, yeah, like what's in the fucking box? Yeah. I had, I just had no context behind it, but I loved that movie. I'm a big fan of you know crime whodunit type things, so I I do love that. And um, as much as I hate Kevin fucking Spacey, yeah. that was a pretty pretty wonderful plot twist.
0: It was dark, and it was like it was such a really really cool decision to like all this time you don't know who's doing all these killings then it's this average joe looking dude that walks into the police station yep sorry about the spoilers fuck it that movie came out in like the 90s you you should have seen it by now yeah um man like that's a great movie uh you've seen curious case of benjamin button too yes i haven't seen that
1: yeah what the fuck um um, oh, I was going to say, say about yeah. Seven. I don't think that um, Kevin Spacey was on the... So when you're watching the beginning of the movie, you know, and they have the title yeah. sequence and, like, the actors, uh-huh. he wasn't listed. I really Good. don't think... But that's, that's what cool. I'm saying. They yeah. did a wonderful... Because, like, I'm watching it for the first time. Thank God, n- nothing other than the box at the end was... I've You know, nothing was spoiled to me, so I was lucky. But, man, I'm watching this shit, and Kevin Spacey turns around. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, this is some... He's like, detectives! Whoa, whoa, whoa you, I know you. Guys are so sad. Yeah. Um But yeah, the Curious <sighs> Case of Benjamin Button. Uh John's never seen it. But that's a wonderful movie. Bomber. And It's I on think, Netflix. Uh, I know, we gotta watch it, man. Yeah, we I do, watch I do love that movie. It's very much, you know, heartfelt we can, and we can watch it. Wonderful the way they kind of go through history. I don't right, really care thing. for like like hit your heart movies all that much well i feel like
0: i like david fincher
1: okay to give you an idea of like the level of like heart grabbing type of thing it's like it's very similar to titanic in the way that it's like it's a love story and it's a bittersweet ending and you know there's a lot of spots where they flash back to different things and there's funny parts where you're like that's fucking holy it's very similar to titanic in that way but see, it's I- not like titanic you know in the level of like like Benjamin Button is going through this guy's life who ends up turning into Brad Pitt yeah. when he gets older slash younger. Yeah.
0: Well, but, my thing is like I'm not in any rush particularly to ever see Titanic again. I will watch it if it's on, but you're like You're fucking annoying. I'm not in a
1: rush. That's literally one of my favorite movies of all time, which we found I, out a I don't weeks think ago. it was on your list. Yeah, Titanic was like number 5 and you were like Titanic really that high? Oh yeah, I remember cuz you're I was pissed. Like, yeah, I was like fuck you, <laughs> idiot um is good yeah uh, i spent a whole like two hours a couple weeks ago because i got sucked into watching those youtube highlights from movies mm-hmm. and people like on tumblr made like compilations of jacket rose together and yeah. i'm sitting there like watching clips from the movie and shit for like two hours
0: <laughs> um yeah and uh so we'll watch that movie uh <laughs> sorry uh david fincher and brad pitt probably most famously collabed on fight club which you haven't seen but mm-hmm. like i I'll, I'll talk about it all well, you're not long. supposed to talk about it so oh wow whoa <laughs> i didn't even think of that i love that movie though it's, it's really i've good never one.
1: seen it and i i knew that you like okay, edward so you're obviously a fake fan of fight club because you're not supposed to talk about you it you just talked about um you talk about it first you like brad
0: pitt uh-huh you I'm like brad helen and bottom carter uh-huh you like edward norton
1: Mm, what does he do?
0: Uh, he was the one in American History X. He was the Nazi that went to prison. Then oh, you realized told me that. You-, you
1: told me that. Yep, yep, yeah. yep.
0: And you like Meatloaf. Hmm? Meatloaf. The one that Yeah, sings- the singer.
1: I don't fucking know Meatloaf.
0: Yeah, well, he sang Hot Patootie in Rocky Horror Picture Show.
1: He did, huh? He sang Hot Patootie. Hot what?
0: Remember, he was the biker. Say it again. Hot Patootie. Patootie. Okay. Tootie fucking fruity. And Meatloaf sent it. Everyone's in that movie. Jared Leto's in that movie. I hate Jared Leto, but he gets the shit beat out of him. So Mm -hmm. he's great. I love I love that part. Uh John Ford and John Wayne did a shitload of movies together to the point of um, I'd say probably around thirty movies, and you're never going to get me to list those. If you're a John Ford, John Wayne fan, I'm sorry. I'm glad you enjoy the movies. They're great. Um
1: I, watch a, about I <laughs> watch a lot
0: of John Wayne movies, but I'm not going to talk about the shitload of movies that the two of them did together. They were like best friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alfred Hitchcock worked with Cary Grant a couple of times. Suspicion, Notorious, To Catch a Thief, and North by Northwest.
1: Are you a big fan of Hitchcock? Like, are you a.
0: I wouldn't say a big fan because that would kind of be a lie i don't know a ton of his movies but i do I like a few of his movies okay. I, and the ones i like i like a lot i like uh, psycho i like the birds I like rear window so, and north by northwest so
1: i asked that because yeah. and for any psych <laughs> fans out there um i've seen psych like five times uh it was my favorite show for like forever mm-hmm. and um so john's watching it for the first time but i was gonna tell you there is um i showed him the yin the yang episode with
0: the Yin Yang killer, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so. Ali Sheedy. Yes. Yeah. She
1: is. Yeah. She's Yang. And, um, fast forward to a couple of seasons, um, after that. What
0: season is it? Cause we're in three.
1: I think it is in this season. Oh, really? Yeah. I think it's in season three. We're like the three first quarters one, of the way done, though. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's in the season. I'm pretty sure. Um, because that episode is, you know, how we just watched the, um, Class reunion episode a couple weeks ago? Yeah. So the girl that he ran into at his reunion that he was like hanging out with the yes. whole time, she is in that episode with Yang with Juliet. I don't know if you remember that. She's at the end of it because he was supposed to meet her for their date. Holy shit. No, I didn't remember yeah, that. Yeah. So when we get to that, you'll see it then anyway. So is uh, she going to pop up more? Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, that's cool. So, yeah, he's finally getting like Psych is really good, but it takes you like a season or two to get into where like you really care well, about these characters. I'm not obsessed characters.
0: with it though. Like, I'm not obsessed with the show. So that's
1: what I'm, that's what I'm getting to. So, like, it's really good, like from start to finish. There's not yeah, a bad episode. No, I don't think it's but a bad show. When you get to season three, is when you really see these characters develop and you actually get to follow like their stories. I feel like and like for the first two seasons is mostly just a bunch of different episodes of them doing different things you know what i'm saying it's not really like storyline anyways um what i'm getting at is there is another yang episode later in the show like season five or something where um all of the clues and everything about it is hitchcock based so everything that he has to figure out is from hitchcock movies
0: i'll probably pick up on a lot of, especially because of the fact that they'll probably use like the most famous ones yeah yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. um Which brings me to James Stewart. Alfred Hitchcock worked with James Stewart a lot. Um, Rope, Rear Window, The Man Who Knew Too Much in Vertigo. I've seen Vertigo and Rear Window. Rear Window is like – I posted that a couple of days ago on the page, Mm -hmm. on the Instagram page, and it's really, really good. It's an awesome movie. Okay. You know the premise? No. Uh, James Stewart breaks his leg. Mm Mm-hmm. So he's kind of like confined to his little apartment building and he's got his binoculars and he thinks he sees a murder in the apartment across the street, but he can't like get to anyone because his leg's broken. So, like, he's trying to like, spy on the person who he thought like murdered, and it's really good. It's, oh, it's, wow! Yeah, it's, it's awesome. Uh, John Hughes worked with Molly Ringwald a lot. Um, 16 Love her. candles, breakfast, She's club. like
1: the like teenage princess, you know, where it's like you, like, when you think of coming of age it's i don't like know if she's who i
0: think of when i think of like 80s chicks but like really yeah
1: who do you think of
0: uh baywatch or is that 90s that's definitely that's 90s. 90s um well she's the one that comes to mind molly ringwald that's uh, what i'm getting at no, dude,
1: her or what's her face from dirty dancing
0: jennifer gray
1: mm-hmm because she was in
0: first she was Bueller, big. Too. yeah
1: and uh, no, but I mean, for me, it's Molly Ringwald because I mean, she really ran. I mean, Breakfast Club was iconic, and Yo, so she all three
0: of those movies we talked about all three of those movies last week, and they mm-hmm. all shit the She bed. kicks ass awesome out now. of
1: a uh, teenager like girl role, and I like, think she's she kicks still, kicks still doing good
0: now, too. Like, I yeah. think she's not like crazy, she doesn't or look anything like anything. she used to, though. Which is no, funny.
1: No, yeah. I mean, just funny, but just no, I mean, it's perfectly fine, yeah, she doesn't look bad, right? and I'm sure she's you know,
0: she's living all right. She's got Breakfast Club money, she's got. Money coming in every time that shit plays on AMC, so
1: no, which I'm
0: sure is a lot. Uh, Bong Joon Ho is really, really good friends, and also the director of Kang Ho Soon a lot. See, um, you can tell
1: it's her. She yeah, just doesn't. No, they look know.
0: a lot alike. I mean, it looks just like she did. Yeah, in that I picture, know. It's just
1: funny because like you picture her. I with, mean, yeah,
0: she got older. She looks like fluffy, Caroline Williams, curly.
1: You know, you just picture her being yeah. 17. Yeah. Um, which I think she probably
0: was in her like 20s playing as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, you've seen Parasite. Yep. The dad from Parasite was also oh. in Snow Piercer, okay. which is awesome. The host, which is awesome. And Memories of Murder, which is on my list of things to see, but I don't have like a way to watch it right now. Mm-hmm. So actually, I don't know. It might be on Shutter, so maybe I'll check it out. Um, but I'm really interested in it because I love Bong Joon Ho. Like, I've loved him ever since I've seen The Host. Like, he's he's awesome. Right. He's really cool.
1: Yeah, Parasite was incredible. Parasite
0: was so good. I think he deserved everything he got.
1: Yeah, and more.
0: <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Well, he got just about everything there is. I mean, you win the Oscar, the Golden Globe, and
1: uh the Pandora Cannes. Like Yeah, but I'm saying, like, he won all the awards and got a lot of praise from a lot of people, but there's a lot of people that well, were like, I'm not shit. watching a yeah. movie with some titles because I'm racist, but I'm not gonna say that because um I don't he want to. He got a get lot of blast. shit from
0: people who are uh just lazy and (laughs) rude it's just lazy really when you think about it's just
1: which is funny because when he got up there for one of his um i don't think it was the
0: (sighs) his speeches that night were so funny but i
1: don't think it was the oscar i think it was like a week or two before it was some other award for something else and um when he i don't know if it was at his when he got the award or afterwards when they like interview you um but he was like he said it and then his translator said it Uh for him but Uh it was so funny because he was like whenever americans get over the two inch barrier at the bottom they'll be open to a lot more like a world of different movies yeah it was just really funny which he's
0: (laughs) right i mean ever since ever since you know six or seven years ago when i started watching movies from other places like Mm -hmm. I found some of my favorite movies.
1: Well, I'll tell you what. I, I'm i already a fan of subtitles anyways because I'm always either eating or yeah. I can't hear the TV. Yeah. Or like for some reason, I, I think this is like a worldwide problem. Why do TVs never have the same fucking volume? Like you'll be watching something and if it's quiet, it's so quiet. And when you turn it back up, it's so fucking loud when it's loud. It's like there's no in between. I got to keep the remote in my hand. The well, whole time.
0: different things happen in a movie too. I mean, people could be talking quietly then an explosion hits. I mean, that's got to be a different volume.
1: It has to be. Yeah, but what I'm saying is like the TV doesn't know how to um I don't know. I feel like the volume Regularize. is never the same. Yeah, like to regulate it. Yeah. It's like if I have the volume at 30, source. if I have Yeah, if I have the volume Ugh. at 30 and the explosion happens at 30, it'll make the explosion happen at 50 or something. I get you. I'm like why that's allowed. So
0: um Spike Lee and Denzel Washington, two of the biggest names uh ever in movies, worked together on Mo Betta Blues, Malcolm X, He Got Game and in Inside Man. I've seen Malcolm X and He Got Game. Fucking awesome. Uh I'm not really a big sports movie guy, but like He Got Game's a fun basketball movie. With a little more to it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, Richard Linklater has worked with Ethan Hawke a lot. Who Dion keeps insisting I look like. I, I don't, don't think, think I so look at like all. Ethan Hawke. I don't.
1: I don't think. So I don't at
0: really all. like that. I mean, I don't hate Ethan Hawke or anything. I don't think he's bad. I, I like Ethan Hawke. Just, <laughs> I don't I think I look th- like
1: him. I don't think there's a single actor that you look exactly like. I think mostly, and I've said this before, is Jack Nicholson. But that's more so through your forehead and like your hair,
0: yeah. and like your eyes. I can't handle the truth though. So you yeah, so, whenever. <laughs> uh Richard Linklater worked with Ethan Hawke a bunch. Uh, Before Sunrise, Sunset and Midnight. Those are three different movies. I have two of them, haven't seen them. I'm really excited to see them though. I, I mm-hmm. really do want to see them. It's a romance movie. We should watch them. Mm. Aww. Me me and my girlfriend watching a romance movie
1: because we love each other. <laughs> it's
0: so cute. They they were together on Newton Boys, Walking Life, Tape, Fast Food Nation and Boyhood, which I've also seen Boyhood. And have you seen Boyhood? No, but I was waiting. <laughs> oh man, it's it's good. 12 years of white kid, it's really good.
1: 12 years of white kid, isn't that yeah. that movie? About
0: it? <laughs> it's good, man. It, Boy, I, really I haven't
1: seen 12 years of slaves, so that, that's yeah. a joke that that's gonna make, but I, yeah. I don't know anything
0: about it. I have that too. I
1: know, I know, I, know I, I you mean, you'll never it.
0: want to watch it again after you watch it. But, I believe that. Uh, Brad Pitt's really good in it, mm-hmm. so is um,
1: I've heard who, wonderful things,
0: Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs>
1: Yes, it's been a fact. <laughs> yeah,
0: been the dick going bitch.
1: Benefit coordination.
0: <laughs> George Lucas is good buddies with Harrison Ford, and we can tell because they worked together on Star Wars and American Graffiti. And George Lucas also helped come up with the idea for Indiana Jones, which kind of makes me think that, you know, when he was talking to Steven Spielberg, he put Harrison's name in the pipeline.
1: You know, right? right.
0: I mean, it's got to be. We-, we talked about them a little bit during the '80s that's, too.
1: Yeah, no, yeah. definitely. Um, yeah, I mean, that's got to be what it is, right?
0: I think so. I mean, if he's helping him, he's like, hey, man, I worked with this dude on Star Wars and he's really a bad motherfucker on the screen. You got to get him. Yeah. Steven Spielberg's like, all right, I'll give the kid a shot. Well,
1: you know what? It Was Indiana Jones, that was after Star Wars, correct?
0: Yeah. So After the first one. To be honest
1: with you, I kind of see where he's coming from. Because, I mean, if you see Harrison Ford in Star Wars. Yeah. You're thinking, like, this guy has such, like, a.
0: Commanding presence.
1: Yes. And, like, he is such an adventurer. That I can understand for them to be like, I wish I could see more of him. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, I need him to have his own story. You know, I get that's that. not yeah. connected to Star Wars, but like, he's such a, you know, I'm gonna walk in this room and I own this room and he's an you. enigma. He's like, yeah. yeah, yeah, he's so like mm-hmm. full and, and full of himself in a good way, but he's so like, yeah, I'm here. here, I'm Harrison fucking uh, Ford. Uh, deal with it. Deal with it, bitch. I'm also a here
0: Jones. <laughs> um. Adam McKay and Will Ferrell work together on mostly everything. Uh, Anchorman, Step Brothers, Talladega Nights—you name it, they did it. Uh, I think, for the most part, they work well together. They're, they're really funny dudes. Um, Adam McKay's a stellar writer and director, obviously, and Will, Will Ferrell, at least in his heyday, was you know laying the shit down. What do you think?
1: I don't know any of those.
0: You know Talladega Nights? Barely. You know quotes from Step Brothers, dude. You really do have to watch Anchorman, though. It's right up your alley.
1: I want you to know
0: that you don't find Will Ferrell funny. I know, but like,
1: I'm gonna get a lot of a lot of hate. Yeah, base. you're getting it right now. I don't give a fuck about Will Ferrell.
0: <laughs> He's really good in uh, Anchorman.
1: He is so not funny to me.
0: You those seen three Anchorman? episodes
1: of The Office he was on, were fucking that's a terrible horrible.
0: that's a terrible thing to base him off of.
1: I'm saying in general. Stepbrothers is funny because of the way it's written. I feel like anybody could have played their two parts. I don't. I feel like anybody and their fucking mama could have played Give me them. Two anybody two people.
0: Anybody. Think Toby McGuire could have played it.
1: Paul Rudd and Toby Maguire. That's a shit pick. They, they could. Have I think it. Paul Rudd could have worked. I don't think Toby Maguire would have worked. The only reason that the two of them worked is because they both look <laughs> like they are sixty, and they, and they were playing. 30-year-olds that I lived did. in their parents' house is the only reason why it worked. You could find any other actor that is in their 40s that is playing a 30-year-old living in their parent's basement, and it would work the same.
0: Hey, guys, I disagree. I hope you do, too. Send Steffi hate mail. Her, uh, at is... At
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, right brain with two T's and an underscore at
0: the end. I will fucking murder you. <laughs> so... Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell, best friends since high school. They, uh, you know, BFF till the end. Yeah, they were making Super Eight movies together. Uh, made the Evil Dead and uh, Darkman and Evil Dead Two: Army of Darkness. Uh, and then once once Bruce stopped uh, starring in Sam's movies, he was at least a bit part. He's he's had a part in each one of the three Spider Man movies. Yeah. Uh, actually, he's been in everything Sam Raimi's done, in at least a bit part, uh, except for The Gift and Drag Me to Hell.
1: Wait, Bruce Campbell was in Star Wars?
0: Star Wars? spider Sorry,
1: sorry, Spider-Man? Yeah. Who was he in Spider-Man?
0: In the first one, he's the guy who announces when Spider-Man goes to the wrestling ring.
1: What the fuck? Dude, you shouldn't have told me that, because I wish I would have re-watched Spider-Man like yeah. tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. like, oh my god, is that Bruce?
0: but you wouldn't rewatch Spider-Man tonight if you didn't now you want to go rewatch well, no, Spider-Man you know
1: what's funny that you say that because I saw that Spider-Man is what is it on Disney Plus probably I think probably Um, I saw it and I was thinking the other day that my nephew hasn't yeah, seen it and man. I was like I should watch it with him so you shouldn't have said shit. Now oh, I've been dude. watching it, you know, expecting James Franco and Willem Dafoe. Well, I won't
0: tell you. I won't tell you where Bruce Campbell is in the second. I'm and third gonna one. I'm not going to
1: watch the fucking second and third one. The I second one's yeah. amazing. Yeah, it's fine.
0: It's amazing. It's not
1: the first one.
0: And the third one's full of memes. The third one's hilarious. It's I'm
1: so. Wa- I'm never watching the third one again. Maybe oh, the second. God, one.
0: I, I'll laugh every time I watch it. I, love I do like
1: one. the villain in the second one, but Doc Ock. Yeah, um, Doctor Octopus.
0: Christopher Nolan's worked with Michael Caine's old ass a bunch. Uh, Michael Caine. Uh, Michael Caine.
1: I've missed out, Bruce. You know what the funniest part about that is? I've I've never seen any of these movies on here. I don't even know what Michael Caine sounds like, and I just—that's <laughs>
0: exactly what he sounds like.
1: No, I know. I, I've only ever seen people like mimic his voice. Michael Caine. So I was just mimicking people, <laughs> making, like impersonating. I've seen one, two, three, four, one, five, three, three, four, five,
0: six. six. I haven't seen Dunkirk, and you know, obviously, Tenet hasn't come out yet. I don't
1: know who he was in Dunkirk, but I have seen Dunkirk. He
0: was he was the uh, narrator.
1: I've only seen, I saw it once in theaters. Yeah. And to be honest, the whole time I'm like, "Where's Harry Styles?" So was, I really do He was the narrator.
0: Um, Tenet hasn't come out yet. I seen Interstellar, piece of dog shit. Uh, he was great in Inception. Inception's an awesome movie. The Prestige is an awesome movie. Uh, and the Dark Knight series. I don't like the first one. Second one's amazing. Third one's great. Uh, Nicholas Winding Refn working with Mads Mikkelsen. He was in Pusher One, Two, and Three, Bleeder, and Valhalla Rising. That's another one of those uh, foreign films that I'm gonna, you know, tell people to check out. Uh, all, all, all five of those really—they're all badass.
1: What? Speaking of Valhalla, I want some damn Viking burger. Damn! That Shout out Viking, Viking
0: Burger, man. man I, I want uh, to. What do they call that joint? What do I get? Is it a Valhalla burger I with stuff it, with cheese?
1: Uh, I don't know. Whichever one I get. Is mine the milnor? Is mine Native Thor's Hammer or no? Do you get
0: the, you get the one with macaroni uh, in it? Yeah,
1: I get the one with macaroni and cheese in it. I burger. don't
0: remember what that's called.
1: I forget. Viking burger the, snacks.
0: The Beckfast is good too. Yeah. The one with the tater tots in it. Yeah. Crazy I think shit. They have
1: malt vinegar on their french fries. That shit. Slaps.
0: I like their onion rings. The Torx.
1: <laughs> uh, hey, you know what? Another controversial opinion: Fuck onion rings. They're gross.
0: Nicholas Whining also worked with Ryan Gosling <laughs> twice in Drive. A lot of us have seen Drive uh, and Only God Forgives. Uh, why I think this is pretty interesting is because Nicholas Whining got his start with Mads Mikkelsen, and they made a bunch of uh, Danish movies together. And then once he came over to America, he started working with another, like, super handsome, like, Hollywood stud instead of, like, Danish Hollywood stud. Like, he's, you know, he's sticking with people who are, like, aesthetically, you know, pretty looking people. Mm -hmm. But, you know, he's making them badasses and giving them character development. And he's got all these really divisive roles for these people. He's a good director. I, Mm -hmm. I think he's cool. And I think you'd like him. I think we should watch Drive. I don't know how I feel about Drive. First time I watched it, I loved it. Second time I watched it, I fucking hated it. So, like, very different opinions. Right. First time I was like, this is great. But I also kind of wonder if that's because of the gore. There's a little bit of gore in that movie. Uh, second time I watched it, I was like, why are they not talking? So, <laughs> dude, Ryan Gosling says, like, three words in that movie. And they're like, want a toothpick. Like, <laughs> he looks at this little boy and goes, want a toothpick? <laughs>
1: Jesus,
0: God, man. He doesn't talk at all. Uh, What's her name is in that movie, though? Um, Forgot her name. David O. Russell works with Jennifer Lawrence quite a bit. Uh, They were in Silver Linings Playbook together. Uh, You have to see that. That one's on Netflix now. Okay. It's fun. It's not fun. It's really sad, but it's good, though. Uh, American Hustle together and Joy. Didn't see Joy. But American Hustle was another one of those that I really loved when it came out. And... Really kind of disappoints me now. I rewatched it not that long ago, and it's really disappointing. Mm -hmm. All right, this is about to be a mouthful. (laughs) God damn it. But I love these guys, so it's okay. Martin Scorsese and Robert De Niro are best friends till the end. Mean Streets (laughs) was the first time they weren't together. Then Taxi Driver, King of Comedy, Cape Fear, Goodfellas, Casino, New York, New York, Raging Bull, The Irishman, and The Audition. The only two out of that I haven't seen is New York, New York, and The Audition. I fucking love when they get together and kill it. What have it, What have you seen on that list? Like, I know you've seen at least a couple of those. Cape Fear. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> we got to get you on some Goodfellas
1: soon. Yeah, man. I haven't seen Goodfellas.
0: Dude, it's really, really good, though.
1: I haven't seen Taxi Driver either.
0: Yeah, Zeke's going to punish you for that yeah. shit. He's, you know what? He's hey, gonna pull hey, up,
1: hey, fuck Zeke.
0: He's going to pull up and throw a bag of gonna, flaming, flaming vegan like, chicken wings at the <laughs> Shut the fuck
1: up. He's going to listen to this and me be like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> oh,
0: shit. No, I, was I, just forgot, I forgot he listens
1: to the ones aren't horror just, movies. I know. I was just telling John yesterday because <laughs> I guess he was texting you about the fight. Yeah. The, the funniest thing about Zeke, shout out Zeke, is that he will text you and not ever say hello. It's a he friend will, of hers, by the he way. Will, if you don't know who Zeke is, <laughs> he will text you and it'll just be like he expects you to already know what he's talking about. And you do. Yeah. But he, was he like, never, he's never like, hey man, what's up? He's just like, it's awesome. Yo, who do you think's gonna win this fight?
0: It's the best way, it's the it's the best way to yeah. interact with someone. I don't like I he skips I, the small talk I'm gonna and I love it. I to tell you
1: right now, if he listens to this, he's gonna text me and say, You've never seen Goodfellas? question mark. No
0: hello. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, I like that he skips the small talk. I, he doesn't give a fuck. He's, he's a like, man who's hey, straight to the point. This is
1: why I'm texting you. This is all I give a fuck about.
0: I respect that. Uh, Martin Scorsese and Leonardo DiCaprio work together a lot. Gangs of New York, The Aviator, The Departed, Shutter Island, Wolf of Wall Street, and uh, they're going to be having a movie coming out uh, within a couple of years. It's in development. Martin Scorsese's directing. It's called Killers of the Flower Moon, and Robert De Niro is also in it. So that's a double whammy. Okay. Yeah, it got both the dudes. Have you seen any of those? The Departed?
1: The Departed, Shutter Island, I saw.
0: Shutter Island's cool.
1: I've seen most of Wolf of Wall Street.
0: I think Shutter Island is a little disappointing for me, but a lot yeah, of people I disagree. Yeah, I
1: mean, I watched it when I was like, when did it come out? 2011? 2010? Mm-hmm. I watched it when I think I was like
0: 2012. 12. No. Yes.
1: I watched okay. it when I was like 12 okay. or 13. I don't know. So at that age, I mean, I love Shutter Island. I haven't seen it since then. I've only seen it once. Uh huh. And of course... um. The fact that there's like the giant plot twist, I was like, oh my God, this is crazy. But I also didn't really have a range of movies to compare it to, so I have no idea.
0: Um, Kevin Smith with Ben Affleck. Um, Are you familiar with Kevin Smith?
1: I recognize the name, but I'm not really sure.
0: is Silent Bob. You know Jane Silent Bob? No. I got a lot. I have a lot to show you, man. I've got so much to show you. Oh man, you're really gonna like those movies a lot. They're so fun.
1: I just one day when you have a podcast and I'll just list every movie that I haven't seen.
0: (laughs) Fuck you guys got about six hours. (laughs) Um, Maybe that's
1: unfair, because I've seen a lot of movies too. So
0: (laughs) Yeah, but here's the thing, like we'll talk about movies and it's like you like respectable movies, but you're like I'll be like, Have you seen clerks? And you'll say, No. But have you seen Cinderella? Like, we're we're very different.
1: No, hold up. Taste-wise, not we're Cinderella. very different. I had to show him a Cinderella story like three months ago because he'd never that's seen That's not it.
0: really a respectable movie,
1: though. Dude. Wait, is that the one Anne Hathaway? No, fuck you. That's Princess Diaries. He'd never seen that No, that's a
0: respectable movie. That's a good movie.
1: I had to show him Princess Diaries. The... I had to show him a Cinderella story with Hillary Duff.
0: That one's not really respectable. I
1: had to show him Clueless.
0: Yeah, Clueless was great. <laughs> I love. So Clueless. I don't even want
1: to hear it because I have a lot of movies that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm like, not really. I'm not you know super amazed by cinderella's story. It was good. It was fun. It's a
1: fun movie. John swore in November that he didn't like Scream, and then we watched Scream.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I chose to watch Scream. That was on my own doing.
1: Yeah, but I loved Scream before that, so I don't want to. That's that. fair.
0: Uh, Kevin I Smith
1: screen before it was cool.
0: Kevin Smith worked with Ben Affleck on Mallrats. Ra- Mall <laughs> Holy shit.
1: <laughs>
0: I'm so tired after this work week. Rats*, Chasing Amy. Dogma. <laughs> uh, all of the Jane Silent Bob movies. Jersey Girl and Clerks 2. Mm. They're all such fun movies. Chasing Amy is on Netflix right now. It's a really great movie about a comic book writer who falls in love with a lesbian comic book writer, and he can't have her because she's a lesbian, obviously. So, wow, I love
1: Stranger Things,
0: <laughs> and it's it's really good. It's kind of like a romance movie with a bunch of like toilet humor thrown in.
1: Very funny that somebody saw chasing Amy with Ben Affleck and decided to write a whole movie about him chasing Amy. Whoa. <laughs> 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 my brain i think i said that some other time because every time i think of chasing amy and ben affleck i'm thinking of the fact that yeah his we wife's did name, we talk about that like i don't two remember podcasts but, ago? i don't I remember like, but gone girl i really is, feel like you were talking that's about no i mean, i know i mentioned it because we talked about ben affleck somewhere else but i'm just thinking like every time i see yeah
0: it, i think i reckon I, I recommended it chasing amy on netflix maybe you
1: did yeah, yeah and it's just really funny that somebody saw that and they were like hey yeah we're gonna make a movie called gone david girl? fincher and we're going to name his wife Amy because we think that's funny.
0: David Fincher made Gone Girl. Mm-hmm. Um, I
1: bet you that was a nod to Chasing Amy, though.
0: Maybe. Uh, Steven Spielberg and Tom Hanks have worked together a buttload. <laughs> Bridge of Spies, The Post, Terminal, Catch Me If You Can, and Saving Private Ryan. Was
1: Catch Me If You Can the one that I saw? Yes. Okay.
0: We've both seen two of these. I haven't seen Terminal. Wait, well, I
1: did see Terminal. Oh, I did Terminal see Saving sucks. Private Ryan. I forgot. Um, that was a couple weeks
0: ago. I yeah, Terminal sucks. Ridge of Spies, didn't see that. Yeah.
1: I didn't care for yeah. the ending of Stephen Private Ryan. I was so, I was yeah, loving, no, I, I think, loved that movie up until the last like eight I, minutes. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I think
0: that's another one of your hot dump takes. I think that's a great No,
1: I'm too. just saying I was like really, like really involved and like the story, invested in this story. Wise. Yeah, and I'm like, you're really just going to fucking do that to me? I mean, it
0: makes sense when you get to the very end when he visits the gravesite.
1: Yeah, but that was just so cliche. I feel like they could have done so much more with that ending.
0: But it wasn't, you know, why it wasn't cliche is because he was one of the first ones that did something like that. Steven Spielberg, That it wasn't cliche at the time. It seems cliche now because everybody parodies that. Maybe. Yeah, he. D- yeah, it, it was good when it came out. <laughs> Still good. It's a great movie. I just feel like it's. You cheap. like the movie, don't it's you? It's like,
1: here's the ending, and here's him looking at his mentor's grave, and that's how it ends. It wasn't his mentor, how his it was his savior. Started. And his mentor.
0: It was a savior that he couldn't save. And he salutes him one last time. Respect. Robert Simakas. I also (laughs) didn't
1: like that they killed every single one of my favorite characters in that fucking movie.
0: Yeah, I didn't like that. um, What's his name? Adam something that was in Jason Confused. I didn't like that he got stabbed by that. I don't remember. Yeah. It was because Homeboy wouldn't come in and save him. Oh, yeah. Fuck that.
1: I was so mad. From then on out, I was like, this is fucking stupid.
0: Yeah, I know. I know that was your biggest gripe with the movie was the way he acted.
1: It was a good movie, though.
0: But, yeah, it's a good movie. Um, Robert Zemeckis and Tom Hanks worked together a couple times, just twice. But I, I Bob
1: Zemeckis did Forrest Gump and
0: Castaway. You didn't know that? No, he's got some hits.
1: Dog, he did Forrest Gump and Back to the Future. How much and money Castaway does this and man? Castaway and Used Cars. How much money does this man have?
0: More than you can count. And he's making it. And those are very, you know. Repeating movies, like that's what those, I'm get saying. played all the time he's in a,
1: every household ever. If you've never seen any other movie, you have seen Forrest Gump.
0: Forrest Gump is the one, yeah. That's a perfect movie.
1: Perfect movie.
0: I don't care that their mouths don't move right when they. That's just because they didn't have the right kind of CGI Wait, back what in do you 1994. Mean? Um, you remember when he's on TV with John Lennon, and he's on. Oh TV- yeah. yeah, whatever. Yeah, and he's shaking the president's hand. He's like. Congratulations, how do you feel? I gotta pee. <laughs> he runs past him because he drank like 18 Cokes. <laughs> That's
1: such a good All movie.
0: All right, here we go. Quentin Tarantino works with everybody 400 times. Quentin Tarantino has worked with Samuel L. Jackson on every single movie except for Reservoir Dogs and Kill Bill 1 and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So that means technically seven movies as far as he's considered. Uh, he's. I'm sorry. I fucked that sentence all up. He, he's worked together in all, but...
1: Dude, what the fuck are oh you... Oh my doing?
0: god, my brain is so
1: fried from this week.
0: God, you guys gotta give me a break, man.
1: What the Just, fuck are you trying to say? So what I'm saying is, like,
0: he considers Kill Bill 1 and 2 the same movie. Right. right? So, like, in, in Quentin Tarantino's eyes... That's one movie, so he technically worked on that movie, so there's only two movies. that
1: You really could have just said he's been in all but three of his movies, and that would have been
0: yeah, so funny. Um, that's okay. When Quentin, that's okay. When Quentin Tarantino picked Uma Thurman for Pulp Fiction, little did he know, a couple of years later, he'd be working on two other movies called Kill Bill with her. Right. Yeah. Those are great. You haven't seen the second one, so that's okay. You'll see them eventually. Quentin Tarantino revitalized and Americanized Christoph Waltz's amazing yes! career, with uh, starting with Inglourious Bastards. I would
1: marry Christoph Waltz tomorrow.
0: And Django Unchained.
1: I love him.
0: We have a pretty ongoing argument about which one of those roles is better.
1: Him and Django is untouchable.
0: Him as Colonel Hans Landa is one of the best bad guys of all time.
1: No, I can't think of it. Doctor, don't tell me. Schwartz?
0: No, it's...
1: Doctor, don't... No, I'm drawing a blank. John's wearing off on me. Doctor fucking... Can I tell No. (laughs) Give me a hint. What does it start with? K.
0: His first name starts with K. What
1: does his last name start with? S.
0: It's not Schwartz. (laughs) Dr...
1: King, King Schultz.
0: Schultz, yeah.
1: I knew it was close, man.
0: Quentin Tarantino's worked with my favorite, Kurt Russell, three times. Uh, he's the star in Death Proof. He's one of the stars in The Hate White, And he plays a minor bit piece in Once Upon a
1: Time in Hollywood. You Y'all should have seen John's face when, when we were watching Once Upon a <laughs> Time in theaters. the theaters. In theaters. <laughs> and he's like, I'm a <laughs> fucking... <laughs> <Russell."> <laughs> <laughs> it's him, top of the fucking And bed. his
0: wife was... Uh, <laughs> His wife was Zoe Bell, who's one of the girls that beat him to death in Death Proof.
1: Oh wow! The Australian You're right. girl. You're right. Yeah,
0: that's funny. Who you know? What's really cool is oh, and she's also in Hateful Eight. She's at the very end when it does the flashback of them coming to take over Minnie's haberdashery, and
1: any old haberdashery. Stop!
0: And <laughs> every she's, time he stops. she's uh she's the co-pilot on the on the. Oh, what do you call it horse and buggy horse and buggy that's taking the evil gang okay. to minis so they've all been in the same movies together and her real name is zoe bell so her character was zoe bell in death proof but her real name uh, well, is also. so yeah. she played like herself kind of
1: well that's funny because i feel like zoe bell is very much a actress's type of
0: you know that's very much a character name so kind of her yeah. to have a but she played a stunt woman in the movie and she is a stunt woman in real life. So it's like mm-hmm. really cool that Quentin Tarantino was like, mm, fuck it. You know, we're doing a Grindhouse movie. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like didn't I sound like him? Um, Feet. Yeah. <laughs> Tarantino worked with Tim Roth three times. Reservoir Dogs. Very first movie. Pulp Fiction. He's one of the first characters in the movie. And The Hateful Eight. And he... He gets really bloody in two of those movies, and one he gets let off the hook. I'll let you figure out which one. Quentin Tarantino worked with Michael Madsen a bunch: Reservoir Dogs, Crazy Bastard, Kill Bill One and Two, Crazy Bastard, and The Hateful Eight, where he's cast as the Crazy Bastard. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's what he is in every movie. Uh, Quentin Tarantino.
1: Sir, your name is Madsen. You have to be Mad Son. Mad Son.
0: Quentin Tarantino worked with Leonardo DiCaprio in Django Unchained, where he's-
1: You put your goddamn hands on the table <laughs> and you don't-
0: <laughs> what, what do you call it? The something tabletop? Or he's gonna-
1: Yeah, I, I don't want to get too far into it.
0: Um, Where he plays one of the most despicable slave owners, as if all weren't despicable, uh, in all of movie history. And he's in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, where yeah, he gave- Yeah, he's such
1: a conniving piece of shit in that movie. Yeah. But dude, man, he does it so well. How does he do it?
0: I think- as an adult, he gave us his most shining performance in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood.
1: I- you are fucking out of your goddamn mind.
0: <laughs> I think Leonardo DiCaprio. Leonardo
1: DiCaprio plays his fucking self in that movie. No, he does. Yeah, he does. No, he does Yeah, he does.
0: No, because his career isn't falling all over the place like. It no, is Once
1: no, Upon no, no. But I'm saying he's literally an actor playing a fucking. Actor. I'm a dude disguised as a dude <laughs> playing another dude. <laughs> <laughs> He, Shout no, out RDJ. He, he's
0: great. He's great in the movie. <laughs> yeah, Why
1: has fuck, it? For you to say that that's his best role when he li- we just said Django. And he's, he's better, and no, he's, he's in What's Eating Gilbert Grape?
0: I just said as an adult though.
1: Yeah, you're still a fucking smoking dick. Django no, I'm is not. way better. No, I'm not. Way better. No. Him, no, as, the movie him is as Candy? The movie's better. Him as Calvin Candy. The movie's better.
0: Django's better in Once Upon a He
1: has a better performance in that movie, man. Nah, dude, you are tripping. Nah, Brad Pitt and DiCaprio literally just played themselves. Nah, hey,
0: when you guys listen to this, post under the under the tweet that you listen.
1: I want y'all to know that I fucking hated that movie.
0: I didn't. We should do. So, we should do a podcast on that movie. Really, we
1: shouldn't because I'm not rewatching it again. No, we should. And really, I'm not talking about it. This should
0: be our debate. No, nope. should be
1: one of our debates. That shit sucked.
0: I think you didn't pay enough attention to it. I saw you on your
1: Margot phone. Robbie's. Yeah, because I was over it.
0: Yeah, I, that I, movie
1: was two hours and thirty minutes too fucking long. Of
0: acting, too acting. long. That shit was
1: acting. It was too fucking long. Margot Robbie didn't need. To she didn't that have movie. a part at all. There was no
0: point. She was smiling and showing her feet. That was she the, just that was showed up. Yep. I really hated yep. how they used her.
1: Brad Pitt played himself. <laughs> Brad
0: Pitt was a bad motherfucker in that movie. <laughs> he <though>.
1: played himself <laughs> he, if he was a stuntman. He
0: was bad motherfucker in that movie though, wasn't he?
1: Yeah, because he was a stuntman.
0: But he was, dude. I didn't like the part about him killing his wife. That made me not like the character as much.
1: Dude. They were like, here's Brad Pitt. And here's Brad Pitt shirtless, sweating, glistening here's in the Brad sun. Here's Brad Pitt whipping Bruce roof.
0: Lee's ass. Yeah, what the fuck is that about? What he said? he say? Like, he was like, if I attack you and I kill you on accident, I can go to jail. And he said, anybody kills anybody on accident, they go to jail. It's called manslaughter. <laughs> That's the best line in
1: the fucking Yeah, his movie. lines are funny. He played himself. It's great, dude.
0: Oh
1: Like man. like I said, so the last 30 away minutes of the movie we go. <laughs> the last thirty minutes of the movie were pretty good. When the guys broke in he's in there and sticks six's dog and he just said that but like
0: yo, he said he was high off his ass and he said, What's your name again? He said, I'm the devil and I'm here to do the devil's work.
1: No, I was something dumber than that. No, I was
0: dumber than that. <laughs> and I remember you and your pale white face. And she's like, tag, get him. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, no, text. text. Text, get him. He said, text. <laughs> and then he clicked at the dog and it bit his that nuts. That was funny. Yeah, he was <laughs> like, oh, man. That I'm Satan <laughs> or something. Yeah. yeah, no, he said, I'm the devil and I'm here because that's what he really said Yeah, he life. said, I'm yeah. the devil. And, yeah. yeah. His, oh.
1: And then he, the funniest part is that he paused for a second. He was like, nah, it's it's nah, so dumber, that's than, dumber that. than that. <laughs> Damn, he's so fucking funny. It was still I, two fucking hours. Too I don't long. think
0: he deserved the Oscar for that, but I think I'm only comparing that to his. What I'm roles saying is, before. though, it was
1: up until the last 30 minutes. There I know, was it doesn't no feel like a Tarantino t- movie. No, yet. I don't give a shit about it, feeling like it, it fucking sucked. There was nothing happening. I think. It was just a disgraced actor. I think you'll
0: change your mind if you turn it. And phone his off. stuntman
1: driving around California. No, and you say what... it, you say when I cut my phone off, like I started the movie with my phone on. I didn't give a fuck about the movie. Dude, no way. An man. hour deep into it, I almost fell asleep two separate times. Then the re-watch movie it. I'm rewatch not it. Try re-watching it. it. Try. It. Quit being close-minded. If I didn't watch it when we paid to watch it, I'm not watching it a second time.
0: Quentin Tarantino worked with Brad Pitt on that same movie and *Inglourious Bastards*, which you also don't like, right?
1: I never said I don't like
0: it. No, you don't like it. I like the movie, oh, okay.
1: I just haven't Jane had Jane a movie. chance to watch the whole thing all the way through. I mean, oh, I've seen bits man, and pieces. It's so fucking good. The uh it's a lot slower than Django. I feel like in the part, way that yeah. it builds. Well, it's a war movie. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I I'm not the hugest fan of war movies.
0: But that's the thing, though. It's also not very conventional. And
1: right, that's what I'm movie. saying. So I do. I mean, I do like that movie a lot. There,
0: there's a. I'm a fan of all there's the a failed actors. romance plot, and then there's the the plot about the bastards, and then there's Michael Fassbender's character, and and there's. That's probably one of my favorite parts of the movies. Have you seen that part where they're down, downstairs in the bunker with the Nazis? That's probably one of the best tension-building The scenes. beginning? No. Uh, I have no idea. Okay. No. I, after I, Actually, this after this podcast, I might pull up that part to show you. It's like 10 minutes. It's really, really good.
1: Um, he said it's like 10 minutes. Like, the first time we watched Pulp Fiction, he didn't tell me it was an hour and a half long.
0: We only got two more. Aw. Edgar Wright, Nick Frost, and Simon Are you Pegg. Sure? Yeah, we
1: went up very fast. Well, it's
0: almost that. an hour and a half. we
1: almost yeah, but I feel like there was a lot to go through.
0: Yeah, Edgar Wright with Nick Frost and Simon Pegg, we did an entire fucking episode. On yeah, them. we did. Yeah. Uh, Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, and World's End is the Cornetto trilogy that we talked about. Yep. And Spaced is the TV show where they all got together and said, "Hey, maybe we can really make this uh, movie making thing work." I think they had two seasons, which Edgar Wright said in an interview. He was like, that doesn't happen very often in British TV. Usually you get your one season, and then it's like, fuck off. But, mm-hmm. Which is really cool. And then Rob which Zombie. the polar
1: opposite of America, because we have fucking shows with 30 Walking seasons. Walking Dead. Yeah. That Cheers. Um, as, much as Anatomy. And, hey, as much as I love uh, it, Supernatural's in their 15th season. Too and too much.
0: They could have cut it after eight.
1: Well, they were supposed to cut it at five. They could have cut it eight. I'd have been happy with eight. There's a lot that's Here, good. You you also haven't seen like I know all, all the good. He's he's hasn't gotten to the part for a lot of wonderful care. He just got I just to think part with it, Kane in it. But I
0: just think it's really I don't I don't want to say anything bad about it because I don't have any hateful feelings about that show. But I just feel like it's really cut and dry right now. I don't feel like anything's. You remember when I was watching it every night and I was like, oh, I really want to see what's going to happen to yeah. Sam and Dean. I don't feel that way, and I haven't felt that way for a couple of seasons. Like it just. I'm really nervous, man, because like I want I want to get to the parts, but I have to push. Like,
1: right. I think the problem is you were watching it a lot, and then something happened, and we couldn't watch it for like, a couple nights in a row, and then you just forgot what was happening. No, I remembered what was happening, and plus they do a recap every episode. Yeah, but you... They
0: do a recap every episode. Man. Rob Zombie cast Sherry Moon Zombie in literally every movie he's ever made. I, I, I'm not saying that to be funny. I mean, every single movie. House of a Thousand, Devil's Rejects, Three from Hell... Both the Halloween movies, Lords of Salem, am I missing one? 31. Am I missing one? Uh, you're asking the wrong person. I don't know, man, but all of them. <laughs> uh, that's So that's what we've got as far as, um, you know, finding out a bunch of directors who work with the same people often. Uh, I'm curious uh, if you guys want to drop me a line and, you know, tell me who your favorite was, or if I miss someone, I'm, you know, I'd like to know. And uh, I think that was a cool episode. I think, I think we got to talk about a lot of cool movies that we haven't really spoken before. I
1: think honorable mention and because we mentioned one yeah, of them. Yeah. Um, and uh, the only reason I say that is because it's not an actor and director, but, um, we mentioned Rob, Bob Zemeckis. Um, and he does a lot of movies with Bob Gale and Steven oh, Spielberg yeah. as directors yeah. and producers.
0: They've done all the Back to the Futures together. They yeah, did before cars. that, they did
1: use Cars. They had yeah. two other ones that didn't really take mm-hmm. off all that well. Yeah. And,
0: I remember on that documentary. Yeah, that about. documentary
1: we watched, they were like, we didn't want to even notice the guys that made four movies that flopped. But yeah. Back to the Future took off yeah. and became what it is. Yeah,
0: um, But yeah, I think that was, that was a fun one. That was a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, for both of us being tired as shit after, you know, playing music with Casey for six hours and, you know. It
1: was like 45 minutes, but yeah.
0: You know, <laughs> <laughs> hanging out with Casey feels Existent, like six hours. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, I'm just kidding. Man. I
0: love Casey. He's great, man. Um, But yeah, it, it's it's been a tiring week. We're late getting this podcast out. I feel sad about it, but it won't happen again, you know. I feel
1: Well, don't like, say that. It could happen it again.
0: It won't happen this week.
1: <laughs> well,
0: More than likely won't happen this week Alright guys, so for movie recommendations You haven't been watching many movies lately You've been busy Uh, Do you have anything not, it doesn't have to be on Netflix Just tell them to look something up On Amazon or something
1: Um, they should watch Unstoppable
0: Oh my god Do you want to tell them about that?
1: (laughs) My My sweet, sweet nephew (laughs) He's six and a half, and he loves trains. He's loved trains since he was born. And last week he was over, and he every conversation that we would have, it could be about what we're eating for dinner. It could have been about cleaning the backyard. It could have been about anything. He, there's a movie called Unstoppable, apparently, where a train derails. It's and speed they to, with a train. Yeah, there's like no, there's no driver, and Denzel Washington has to like go stop the train or something. So, anyways. That's all he wanted to talk about. So any conversation we had, he'd be like, "Yeah, well, and unstoppable," they and it had nothing to do with what we were talking about. So And when I'm playing like really
0: GTA funny. online, he'll come over and be like, "I think you should try to drive your car on top of the train. I, I think, think that's, that's how, how you win." win the game. Yeah, I think- yeah.
1: <laughs> I love that kid. I do. But um no, recommendation-wise, I don't What have we watched recently? I feel like we watched something the other day and now I can't You know what? I'm going to I'm going to say this. I know it has nothing to do with movies but well, because i mentioned it uh psych psych is a wonderful okay. show it's on amazon prime if you haven't seen psych or if yeah, you haven't seen yeah it's for psych. free
0: on amazon prime and yeah. supernatural is on netflix those are two
1: yeah what well, two of her favorite shows Yeah. not your favorite i think you said breaking bad was your favorite but... well breaking bad's the best show i've ever seen yeah the best show i've yeah. ever seen probably my favorite for the fact that it's the best show i've ever seen but like nostalgic wise i've watched a lot of supernatural since high school and i watched psych when i was like 12.
0: I'd really like for you to push through and really try to watch Sopranos. Mm-hmm. I think you'd really enjoy Sopranos if you like Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. And I'd really like for you to try to at least get through the first season of Game of Thrones. Because I re- oh I need damn to finish it. I well,
1: can't. And you know what? I don't want to. Because everyone's saying that the last season, or the last episode was bad. How The last I don't season's wanna, bad. I don't want to see it. I don't want to get started. I don't want to get hooked on the show. And then well, I already know what's on. I got bad. you. I got
0: you. I just, I have to finish it personally. I'm no, too deep. I'm like four seasons in. Mm-hmm. And I love I'm it, just, man. I, I,
1: I take.
0: I've been four seasons for like six months. Oh. Yeah,
1: I am. Um, I'm very grateful that I haven't seen. It. Not because I think it's bad. I know it's a wonderful show. It's so good. Um, yeah. and I started watching it a couple years ago. I just it, I didn't have the chance to keep watching it. And now that it's I see finished, why people I'm just, say, I'm glad I didn't watch it. I see why people say
0: it's a contender against Breaking Bad. It's that level of good. Like it's that good. I just don't see. I know I because you it. haven't watched it I know, yeah, yeah. I know. But you'll like Sopranos though. We mm-hmm. we should really start Sopranos very soon. Your... We did
1: start it. We just kind of forgot that we were watching it. No,
0: I've I remembered, I watched it, I watched it until like season four. I've seen it twice, and then I watched it until season four again, and then I kind of stopped because I had like one night where I drank two bottles of wine or something and watched like a bunch of episodes of Sopranos and almost fell asleep on the couch. But that's a party. Uh, I think you would like it just because you'd like the characters and like
1: the problem that I have. And it's the same reason why I haven't seen Goodfellas and why it took like me and writers. why it took me 19 years. Yeah. Watch golf. I'm just not a fan of mafia movies. But you like the Godfather. It was good for a mafia movie. I'm not a fan of like the gabagool Italian mafia. I don't care. But it's
0: not all that though. You, so, Dog, so, they say
1: gabagool no, like a hundred times.
0: No, but what you <laughs> say is like in Godfather, like it's all about the mob in yeah but in sopranos it's like
1: twist wise it's it's a good movie yeah
0: yeah but like sopranos it's like yeah tony has to deal with uh you know paulie and christopher and all that and all the guys in the gang but then it's also like meadow if you don't finish your fucking homework you're not gonna go on the ski trip you know because he's rich and his you know his daughter wants to go out skiing with her friends out in aspen and he's like he's a dad he's a dad first it's so fucking crazy to see him yeah. split these worlds. And he's depressed and has anxiety attacks and panic attacks and passes out at barbecues and he has to go to a therapist. Like what what mob boss goes to a therapist? And he got
1: they all probably should. His,
0: they all should. But his whole family's crazy. He's got Uncle Junior and his mom's fucking See, nuts. that's why
1: I just it's such a stereotypical and this is coming from a family who is Greek, okay? This it's just such a that's why I can't watch. Mob movies are no, always just so stereotypically you, Italian, like we're all gonna be loud and yell at each other and eat bread. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't give a fuck. You like, will, we're oh. gonna.
0: Um, my recommendation, uh, she gave you Psych and Supernatural. Uh, my recommendation Psych is really good is, if you
1: haven't seen it. He interrupted me, but it's
0: very good. Also, technically a TV show. Um, it's on Shudder. I know yeah. I recommend something on Shudder all the time, and a lot of people don't have it, but. A way that I'm watching a lot of cool movies that don't get a lot of love and were probably seen as box office flops when they first came out, if they even made it to the box office, was – um, it's called The Last Drive-In with Joe Bob Briggs. Joe Bob Briggs was a, a movie critic. He would show movies that weren't super, super popular on TNT back in the 90s. He would come on like right before WCW would come on. <laughs> And he would show the movie and he would like kind of describe it and review it. And he kind of cracks jokes throughout. And I just really think he's entertaining and helps me realize like why I love these crazy, low budget, like nonsensical movies. And I think it would help a lot of people really expand their taste too. Uh, Thrillers, horror, all kinds of crazy, uh, insane, grindhouse, bloodbath, uh, funny movies. Like, some of them are just so bad they're good to laugh at and he's there to laugh with you. So it's like always watching a movie with someone. And in this case it's just someone who's really educated on movies. So yeah, my one recommendation is actually probably about 13 movies worth of recommendations. So check out Joe Bob. You can get a you can get a Shudder subscription on Amazon Prime. Just like you can do like HBO and stuff.
1: Really? Yeah.
0: Yeah, but it doesn't work both ways, so I can't watch my shutter movies on Amazon Prime. It's a bummer. Oh wow. Yeah, I know. Okay. So you got anything else to say? Who's your favorite one of the director actor combos before we sign off?
1: I man <clears throat> I don't know.
0: <laughs> you can't think anyone? but nobody, nobody surprised you That's or excited lot, I mean, you the most? There's like, a
1: lot of good ones. Yeah. I mean
0: It's it's hard for me between Sam and Bruce and Kurt and John. Like It's a really tough one for me to say, but I think it's probably and John, obviously, just because there's so much. I mean, I'm a big
1: fan of Johnny Depp and Tim Burton.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's kind of one of uh, the ones I thought you would like.
1: I I mean, there's so many good ones, dude. I don't know.
0: That's fair. I got you. (laughs) I'm I'm a big Molly
1: Ringwald fan. Yeah, that's the
0: one I really thought you were going to say. Yeah, with John John
1: Hughes. yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean, some of them just click.
0: Some of them just click.
1: You're right. And I don't know where we'd be without some of them. Like,
0: right. Good. You know, good, good wording there.
1: I don't, I mean, as, as a society. <laughs> yeah. As,
0: <laughs> as people, we do live in a society. All right, guys. Uh, well, that's, that's our cue. We're, we're signing off and we'll be back Friday. Hopefully, please, God, don't let this be a bad work week. I'm trying to get back to these people Friday, man. All right. Uh, stay inside as long as this COVID crap's going on. Still uh, be safe. Be kind to your neighbors. <sighs> Whenever you're watching, <laughs> make sure you have a good morning,
1: afternoon, evening, or night.
0: Did you cover up the mic? No. Did they hear me?
1: Yeah, they heard you. It didn't okay. change anything at all, so it wasn't funny.
0: Okay. All right, guys. <laughs> See you around. Say bye, staff. <sighs>